Kieran, thank you for joining us at short notice. A bit of an emergency podcast. What's the current situation with Derby County as you as uh, you understand? Well, it, it's presently three forty-five. So Chris Kirchner has got seventy-five minutes to provide evidence that he's transferred the funds and he's satisfied the requests or the requests of Quantumar that he is the uh, the appropriate person to take over Derby County. If that fails to take place, all bets are off, and then. We've got other parties. I think it's it's well documented that uh, Mike Ashley is interested. Uh, Mike Ashley knows how to negotiate a low ball price. You know, that's that's why he's been a success. Uh, the other party is looks like it's Appleby. Uh, is it Gadsby? Gatsby, Gatsby and uh, Morgan uh, are are together. Uh, if uh, if the stories that are going round happen to be true. Um, it's far from ideal. Uh, Derby County fans have been put through far too much. Uh, first of all, through Morris, then the, the administrators and, and now through Kirchner. How has Kirchner managed to get this far, in your opinion? Because as a Derby County fan, it seems baffling to me that you can pass certain tests and, and prove you've got funds. And then when it's needed, the funds don't arrive. Well, yes. I don't know whether you've seen there's also been an article in The Athletic this afternoon which uh, which indicates or alleges, shall we say, that Kirchner has failed to make payments to a uh, an American franchise sports team uh, that he, that he sponsors, and also that uh, employees at Sinkio have been unpaid for the some of, some of the last couple of of pay rounds as well, or, or pay has arrived late. All, all of those are huge red flags. Now it could be that those have arisen relatively recently, but. Uh, he, he's managed to persuade both Quantumar and the EFL that he does does have fans. It, it could be that he's he's literally shuttling money across from uh, you know robbing people people robbing Peter to pay Paul uh, in order to pay bills at other places. But you you can you can do that if you if you've got enough bank accounts, you can shift the money around. Um, but we, we we don't know the full story. Um, it, it's not reflecting well on on anybody concerned at present. Um, you know, if, if, it, if it turns around in the next hour, then then we can all be relieved. But it's looking increasingly unlikely. Mike Ashley has been an interested party since pretty much the start of the process. The, uh, the administrators haven't been keen to to really deal with him. Do you know why that might be? Well, again, it's a lot. A lot of it is conjecture. Uh, it, it's it's apparent that uh, there's not a lot of love between Mel Morris and. Uh, Mike Ashley. Um, the administrators always seem very keen to do exactly what Mel Morris wants. If, if we take a look at the the the, pub, the 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 rare public pronouncements from Quantumar, um, they've been very happy to criticise the EFL, Wickham Wanderers. They blame COVID. They blame Steve Gibson. Um, the one person who they've been very uh, ambivalent about uh, is is Mel Morris himself, who, of course, appointed them um, and, and is therefore you know, indirectly responsible for their fees of somewhere between two to three million pounds, could be even more for, for all we know. Um, so um, if, if Mel Morris is putting pressure on them not to have anything to do with Mike Ashley, uh, who, who knows what, what their response to that has been? Is Mel still having a say? And, and if so, why does Mel still have a say in this process? Well, it, uh, Mel Morris owns Pride Park. He, he could have done the decent thing when, when he was putting 
the the clubs into administration. Remember, he, he, he actually had two choices. First of all, he didn't have to put the club into administration, full stop. And secondly, he could have bundled all of the companies, including the property asset company, which presently owns Pride Park. But he, but he kept that for himself because that gives him some protection in respect of the monies which he owes to MSD Holdings. So he's acting in self-interest. There's nothing wrong with acting in self-interest, though surely somebody who claims to be a lifelong Derby County fan um, and is as wealthy as Mel Morris is, you, you would perhaps think that, uh, that, that their prime concern would be the future of the club. But that doesn't appear to have materialised. Is there a real threat that the, the current situation and the way that the administrators and, and Mel are kind of holding on to what they want could end up in liquidation for Derby County? Um, liquidation is in nobody's interests, especially that of uh, Mel Morris, because all of a sudden, he, if the club goes into liquidation, he's left with the ownership of an asset, which there's not a lot else you can do with it apart from using it as a football stadium. So all of a sudden, its value, which has mysteriously fallen from over £80 million to just over £20, if, if, if the rumours are true, uh, it, would, it would have a further uh, negative impact upon the value of of the stadium because there, there is no club in, which would be able to play there. So um, I, I, I still think it highly unlikely that liquidation will be the course of action, um, simply because Derby County is a big, it's terrible, but it's a big brand. It is a big club. It's got a huge fan base. Um, it's got history and culture and heritage, which is very attractive to prospective owners. Um, and I, I, I can't say too much, but I, I was out with somebody senior-ish um, probably about three or four weeks ago. And the, the noises I was getting from them was that Mike Ashley is still very serious. Um, and he was very sceptical about Chris Kirchner. Um, also, I've had conversations with somebody senior at Preston North End. Uh, and, and as you're aware, Chris Kirchner was in negotiations to buy Preston North End. And the, the comments that I had from them was they were very sceptical as to the, the ability of, of Chris Kirchner to actually uh, you know, come up with the readies in terms of putting through the deal. So they were quite happy when he, he claimed to be walking away because um, somebody's mother insulted him. Yeah, and if that's the case, if Chris Kirchner is that thin-skinned that somebody having a mild bit of criticism of him makes him walk away from a deal, then probably owning a professional football club where you know if things aren't going well, uh, you know the board tend to come in for criticism from fans. Perhaps it's not the best job for him anyway. It seems to me, and this is purely opinion, um, it's a bit of a, an ego kind of thing with with Kirchner and. Um, and it's uh, yeah, his character has been called into question. And and what exactly happened at Preston? Was it was it similar to what's happening at Derby now? Um, yes, it, he he got into negotiations with Derby. Um, a price was agreed, and then he started uh, backtracking. He he picked an argument with regards to. Um, some money which I think was due either to pay for players or was due an, another instalment in respect of player sales. And he said, well, as a result of that, he, he was withdrawing his, his interests. Um, either Quantumar or Derby City Council heard about that 
and and they encouraged him because remember quantum art have also been critical of chris kirchner in respect of the way that he pulled out of negotiations prior to christmas so he he does seem to be a strange character and and the more that you you read about him it 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 just doesn't quite add up you know he's 34 years old and until around about 12 months ago nobody had heard of him at all um if, if you take a look at his history you know misogynist tweets which resulted in him deleting his twitter account he appears to be a bit of a donald trump fanboy which you know some people might like some people might take the view that uh, his 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 judgment is questionable um he claims to have made all of his money from investing in crypto i.e. nobody can actually trace where he's made his money from. And, and he spends most of his life uh, jet-setting around the world, watching tennis and golf. And uh, you know, earlier this week, when you think the priority would have been to get the Derby County deal over the line, um, his priority was to be involved in a, in a pro-am tournament with Ian Poulter and Sergio Garcia. Um, again, somebody, somebody who is genuine about Derby where exactly do it do their priorities lie in the in the case of both Morris and Kirchner um it, it seems to be more of a vanity exercise than it is a genuine affection for the club in in all your experience in, in historically and obviously you've studied and come across various cases in football clubs have you ever seen anything like this what's happened at Derby County over the last 18 months um I, I've seen bit individual bits of it but never all of these things put together, you know, from the from the sale of the stadium, the non-payment of wages, the the, the treatment of uh, of of Keo, um, then then the creative accounting, not publishing accounts, uh, not paying the tax man for you know for a long period of time, and finally putting the club into administration with with a firm of administrators, uh, one of whom. Uh, was the administrator of Portsmouth Football Club, and all I would say is uh, is, is talk to Portsmouth fans about their opinion of him. Um, it, it's been a very, very sad and and sorry tale for for a period of time now. So huge sympathy for the Derby County fans. You, you, you don't wish this upon anybody, and, and even uh, you know, even we are. I, I, I don't have any affiliations at all in respect to the clubs, but yeah, you know, I, I know some people at Forest, and they say, "Well, even we've stopped enjoying this anymore because you know the most important thing about having a rivalry is that you have to have rivals, and and they don't want things to deteriorate any further either." Ultimately, who's to blame? Well, it, it comes down to one person. Mel, Mel Morris bought the club. He he trebled the wage bill. Um, he manipulated the accounts through creative accounting, which allowed the club to to fall within the limits of financial fair play. Um, that eventually caught up with him uh, in terms of the, the amortisation policy only benefits the club for a, a fixed number of years. And, and I think when he saw the, the writing was on the wall, he, he decided to bail out. He could have done so many different things, such as, uh, you know, as, as I've already said, uh, making sure that the the administrators had a a good set of assets, a, a, a complete set of assets to sell, but he he acted in self interest. So um, you know, I, I know that there are some people that still have sympathies towards Mel Morris because he did put a lot of money into the club, but in its hour of need, he he ultimately walked away. It's a difficult question to ask, but what do you think the probability of us having a Derby County 
football club to begin the 2022-2023 season will be, Kieran? I'm I'm still very positive. And and the reason why I say that is that um, knowing the interested parties, um, they, they are used to getting deals over the line. And what we can do is, is that we can say with a degree of certainty that Mike Ashley is not necessarily the most popular man in football. And if you talk to Newcastle fans, you'll understand why. But their beef was hit with him was that he ran Newcastle United as a sustainable football club. And if we're honest... We don't want football clubs run as sustainable football clubs. And, and this isn't, and, and you know, Mel Morris didn't run uh, Derby County as a sustainable football club. It, it, it ran under, it was incurring huge losses. But you know, whilst, you're, whilst you're there for the ride, it, it's great. It's when the hangover comes through. So um, Mike Ashley still has £300 million sitting in a bank account from the sale of Newcastle United. So he's got the funds. He can provide proof of funding immediately to the EFL. Um, He's not got any outstanding convictions, so there's no reason why he couldn't pass the owners and directors test in 24 hours. For all we know, he could have already been in contact with the EFL with a view to saying, I just want to go and, you know, I want to put myself as as an alternative. And and, we could we could be having this conversation next week with new owners. And that could be either him or it could be the Appleby group with with Morgan and and so on. Um, So I'm, I'm still very positive. Uh, Derby County, yeah, I, I know it's a, I, I can end up with a huge egg in my face here. I think I think Derby County is too big to fail, too famous to fail, too too attractive to fail. Just finally on on the administrators and, and some of the stories that have come out this afternoon that they don't want to deal with Mike Ashley because apparently Mike Ashley doesn't want to pay their fees. I don't know if that's a bargaining tool or or something like that. If Derby County do liquidate, would first of all would Quantama get anything would they get their fees and second of all how do you assess how they've dealt with the situation well well first of all mike ashley as the buyer cannot determine the fees of the administrator uh, you know that's between the you know, the administrators are entitled to claim their fees um which which they will have been charging on an hourly basis um and that's the nature of, of the professional part of the job so uh you know he may he may not be wanting to pay their fees but um, he he's not paying their fees. Their their fees are paid out of the proceeds of the sale of the assets. What I think he might be trying to do is to put in a lower bid um, and say that um, let's say he does he still doesn't want to have to pay the fifteen point penalty for coming out of administration and failing to pay the requisite amount to unsecured creditors. So he's effectively saying that uh, if, if that is the case, then somebody needs to take a further haircut. Uh, it sounds as if HMRC are going to going to be significantly stiff. So, you know, taxpayers are, are having to contribute. Is he asking Quantumar to do this? I, I don't know, but he's certainly not in a position to to dictate that they can't have their fees. With regards to Quantumar, I'm 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 not qualified to say really because I, I'm exactly the same as you. I, I've I've seen their their their, their pronouncements. Um, they they I don't think they've treated staff particularly well they, they've not kept them in the loop from the from the employees that I've spoken to um, and and there's a general sense of malaise at the club um, I think the only people to really come out of this with any credit uh, are, are Wayne Rooney and his team because he he has been magnificent he's kept the spirits up he, he knows people on an individual basis he has rallied round he, he's come across as, as a person that genuinely cares about the welfare of the staff here 
Um, and I don't think you can necessarily say the same with regards to um, either the, the senior management of Derby County in, in the way that they've conducted themselves. They've been, uh, they, they, perhaps they've been on site, but they've certainly been invisible uh, as far as uh, other members of staff are concerned. And Quantum are, well, they've not covered themselves in glory. But, but again, I, I refer you back to Portsmouth. Kieran, thank you very much for this at short notice. Hopefully we catch up soon and we'll, we'll be talking about transfer targets for a, a League One season for Derby County. Yeah, and, and an exciting nil-nil draw at Morecambe. And actually, it'll be great to be talking about an exciting nil-nil draw at Morecambe because things will be moved on along, uh, yeah, a lot. Thank you again for your time. Always great to speak to you. Catch up soon. Cheers now. Bye-bye. Cheers. Thank you.